0: If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the monthly or annual plan and also to download a 2021 training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, Compliance, fines, and more. It's October, and that means it's Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And this week, the focus is on cybersecurity careers. So if you're wondering whether you can make that leap from accounts payable to cybersecurity, keep listening. Mm -hmm. Welcome to episode 158. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Why you may want to switch to a cybersecurity career. For the last two episodes, I think I started them both out with saying it's October, and that means it's uh, cybersecurity awareness month. And then I talked about, cause each week there's a different focus. The first week, um, was on just what vendor, the vendor team can get out of it. And then the second week we really talked about shoring up phishing defenses. And this week it's all about cybersecurity careers. And so if you want to check out those other episodes, it's episode 156, episode 157. Um, But again, today we are going to talk about uh, cybersecurity careers and why you might want to make that leap from accounts payable to cybersecurity, or at least get more information. And I will say that in my career, um, 25 years, I spent 15 years doing like regular GL accounting, um, working my way up to controller, finance director. And then I went into AP, absolutely loved it, been doing it for the last 10, 11, 12 years. And when I came out, I was an AP senior manager And I tell you that because I was over global vendor maintenance and I had all the vendor sensitive data in the vendor master file that I was over, of course, it was very susceptible to fraud. And so the other manager in the organization where they were over an area that was really susceptible for fraud was payroll. And so that manager and myself were targeted with... Implementing um, internal controls and best practices to avoid fraud. And together, I think we were able to implement like 70 something different internal controls between payroll and accounts payable. Now, this was a few years back. And as you know, fraud is always evolving. So you always have to evolve your um, internal controls, your best practices. Um, but I will tell you, I absolutely loved it. Never thought I would. You know how you get volunteered for certain things at work, right? Um, and so that was one of the things that I was voluntold, but I absolutely loved it. And not that I got that much into cybersecurity, but I did get into the piece where I knew we had Experience certain scenarios and so had the payroll team. And so we really had to do some research to figure out how we could protect our organizations. Now, that might be where you may want to um, start and or end, right? With these cybersecurity um, careers, it could just be cybersecurity education. Maybe you can take a class. Maybe you can um, look at some free education that's out there. And it is a lot out there. And I'll have um, some links in the show notes. So actually I'll have a link to the accompanying blog. And in that blog will be a couple of links for some, um, education and for some additional resources. And maybe that's where you want to stop, right? For accounts payable. Cause we love when people stay in accounts payable, but we also know that people like to grow. People like to change careers, do more, um, more than one thing. And this could be your opportunity, especially if you have, um, seen firsthand, which if you're in accounts payable you probably have these attempts by fraudsters to get your vendor's payment, um, either by sending in a fake invoice or getting you to change payment details, or maybe they're just trying to get gift cards out of you. So maybe that has sparked your interest where you want to take your career in a, different, um, in a different path. And so because um, October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, um, this is the perfect time that um, the National Institute uh, or the National In- uh, In- Initiatives for Cybersecurity Education, um, it has the acronym of NICE, at least I can say that a lot better. But anyway, um, they have, uh, they have, uh, uh, taken week three as the Career Awareness Week. And the National Cybersecurity Alliance, or NCSA, in collaboration with the Cybersecurity Infrastructure um, Agency, or CISA, lots of acronyms, um, they provided the content that I'm going to share with you today. Um, and they provided it to cybersecurity 2021 champions like me to share. And every year I sign up to be a champion so I can help spread the cybersecurity awareness. And so I love sharing content that is intentional for fraud awareness and in this case for careers. So I hope you enjoy it. Cybersecurity. It is one of the hottest sectors today with new threats and challenges emerging each day. And with that, there is a huge push being undertaken by both businesses and education sectors to attract individuals toward a degree and career in cyber. Now, if you're interested in joining this exciting new workforce, um, here are a few reasons why pursuing a degree and career in cyber might be right for you. So the first one is it's a hot job market. So to say that cybersecurity uh, jobs market is hot would be a huge understatement. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the job market for information security analysts will grow by 32% by 2028, making it one of the fastest growing job sectors, while Cybersecurity Ventures has found that there will be a 3.5 million um, unfilled cybersecurity jobs in 2021. Now, this means that cybersecurity professionals are among the most in demand around the world and for years um, and will be for years to come. So, number one was a hot job market. Number two is infinite room for personal and professional growth. So, beyond just the ability to get a cybersecurity job, thanks to an ever growing set of career tracks. Cybersecurity offers a variety of different options for professionals to find a position that fits nicely with um, your own interests. So cybersecurity professionals work in everything from compliance to stress testing, cyber defenses and software. So there are virtually limitless ways that professionals can apply their skills and look to grow them. Now, the third reason is investment in advanced cybersecurity pays for itself. So due to the shortage of cybersecurity talent in the workforce, businesses and educational institutions are constantly rolling out new avenues by which to make cybersecurity careers more affordable. For example, new grants and scholarships are now becoming available each day to individuals interested in cybersecurity careers. Now, while many businesses are beginning to offer tuition reimbursement or other financial perks, so that's really good that they're starting that. Now, this means that a degree in cybersecurity may be much more affordable than you originally thought. Now, the fourth and last one is graduate growth. In addition to interesting on-the-ground work um, that cybersecurity professionals get to take on every day, there is also a growing selection of highly tailored cybersecurity graduate programs that can further academic knowledge in cybersecurity as well. So for example, graduate degrees ranging from applied cryptography, if I set that right, um, to network vulnerability and detection are now being offered through colleges and universities nationwide. Additionally, as part of this deep dive, cybersecurity professionals will all um, also get the opportunity to network with other students from various backgrounds, allowing them to open up um, further opportunities for futures uh, for future positions or businesses. Now, I do like the fact that there is um, growth. I mean, I love the hot job market. I love that there's infinite room for personal and professional growth. I love that there is investment. Uh, or that investment in advanced cybersecurity pays for itself. Um, and then um, I love the fact that there are graduate opportunities for um, cybersecurity in your educational path. And as a matter of fact, I have had, I think every year for the last three years, um, Someone on my podcast that comes on to talk about the top three fraud risk, and I think it's been the last two years. Uh, anyway, his name is Jeffrey Simpson, and I had him on um, the last time I had him on was episode 117, and it was in January of 2021. And again, I talked about the or we talked about the top three fraud risk accounts payable teams need to watch out for in 2021. So if you want to check that out. Um, go ahead and listen to it wherever you're listening to this podcast or any platform. It's episode 117, but he's actually a graduate student, uh, uh that is getting his master's degree in cybersecurity. And I forget what that, um, specific, um, program he is in, um, what it's called. But if you listen to the episode, I know he says it, but he's a great, um, Uh, guest to come on every year and talk about what he sees and what the educational community is working on uh, that helps, uh, that can help accounts payable. And so um, that's one resource you can use. And then I just recently had Casey Allen on an episode to talk about email uh, encryption, because you know, email for accounts payable is a big thing. A lot of things we get if you're, especially if you're not automated, you're getting vendor supporting documentation through email. You may still be getting invoices through email, and so I brought him on to talk about how and and what in what we could do in accounts payable to make that um, email process more secure. And Casey um, was, or uh, yeah, at the time was the director of. Uh, information security and privacy. And I tell you right after that podcast uh, episode aired, um, he was promoted to chief information officer. Now he gave me a little bit of props, said it was just for the episode, but I kind of doubt that. Um, but in any event, if you want to, you know, listen to what a cybersecurity professional um, talks about and and how they talk about and how they interact with the accounts payable team and other team members of the organizations that they work out uh, work at, that's a great episode um, to listen to. And what was so funny is that. I talked to him right after he got back from some conference, um, and I believe it was somewhere in Vegas. And it was talking all about you know the frosters versus the cybersecurity professionals, and it wasn't a quite uplifting, right? And so you know it's boots to the ground and you know putting in processes and controls to to try to mitigate that fraud risk that is really still out there and just growing. So if you want to, you know, um, uh, listen to episodes for people that are, uh, uh, getting an education in cybersecurity, working in, in cybersecurity, check out episode, um, 117 and episode 151. All right. Now the last thing I want to leave you with, I talked about providing you some links um, for more career research and um, uh, resources. So I have to, and again, I do have an accompanying blog for each one of these podcasts. So any of the links that I talk about, if you link to the blog, which will be in the show notes, you'll get to the links that I'm talking about here. And so the first one that I have is a link to the National Security or National Cybersecurity Alliance. They have a cybersecurity education and career resources website. And on the site, they offer all types of information, um, such as a cybersecurity career guide. Um, You're looking at a cybersecurity academy, what a cyber, um, the ACES program is, A-C-E-S, Um, which is the Cybersecurity Education for Students program. It's like a set of 16 lesson plans. Um, And on that note, they do divide it based on, um, it can be based on education and grades. So if you're a teacher um, or if, you know, you have a student that is interested, uh, interested, Um, They have it uh, separated based on grades. So you can look at resources for grades K to 6. You can look at resources grades um, 6 to 12, higher education students, um, a resource link or resource page for teachers. Um, And then beyond that, they have a uh, page for minorities, girls and women, um, those that are looking for career changes, all you accounts payable folks out there that are thinking about a career change, and then also veterans. So give that, uh, give that link a try and see if there's something there that may add, uh, answer some question initial questions that you may have. And then the second uh, resource that I have So it's from cyber.org, and it's an infographic that um, says it's really uh, geared towards um, uh, educational or career awareness resources for K-12 students and the educators. But what would be or what they do have that might be valuable to you is they are looking at uh, or they have a uh, career profiles, So they've got interviews with cybersecurity um, professionals. They have um, cybersecurity careers that you can browse through and get some more information on. So I think it might be valuable, not only for K 12 students and educators, but also anyone looking for a, a career choice or a career change. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 158th episode of the Putting the AP and Happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.